Live from Matt the Millers, the KCL or All Ireland preview show with Brendan Hennessy. With thanks to Matt the Millers Bar and Restaurant, number one in Kilkenny for food, live music, and a great night out. MattTheMillers.com. Yes, that's it indeed on this beautiful sunny evening from the Marble City, live from Matt the Millers in a build up to the All Ireland final on Sunday, Croke Park. They are saying the weather is going to be fantastic. It's fantastic here in Matt the Millers. We even have the roof open tonight and it could turn into a late night because I see Eddie Hughes setting up a bit of gear here also but uh, being very welcomed here by Brendan Tracy and all the staff at Matta Miller's and as the promo says with thanks to Matta Miller's Bar and Restaurant number one in Kilkenny for food live music and a great night out and speaking of live music we have two fantastic musicians here today one of them is from Limerick he's wearing his Limerick jersey his name is Jared Maloney the other man is from Wexford his name is Michael Martin and he plays with the Kilkenny's and normally when you get a fella from Wexford in Kilkenny he gets in the back door but he's sitting near the front door he's near the stage and they're going to start off tonight's show with a huge big round of applause and are going to play a few reels. Give them a cheer, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go.
That's a brilliant start. Brilliant. Jerome Maloney from Limerick, Michael Martin from the Kilkennys, but he is a Wexford man, as I said. The two lads are staying with me. Jerry, I didn't think when I do up for the match in Matt and Miller's in Kilkenny City that the first man I will be talking to tonight is a Limerick man. There Tell us are. a little bit about yourself. You're around this area quite a while, and I think you're around the Capamore area of Limerick, correct? That's correct, yeah. I'm originally from East Limerick, Capamore, and I've uh, been living here in this area, Carlo Kilkenny, for a long number of years. Okay, if your mother had had you at the gate, you would have been a Tipperary man. Well, there you're you not go. Too far from that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell me, um, you're involved in music quite a while, but you have a keen interest now in the hurling and the sports here. Looking forward to some. The Limerick fellas are saying that seven points, ten points a fortnight ago when they won their semi-final. And earlier in the week, it was down to five points. Now, I was watching them all on the television tonight, and all of a sudden, Limerick fellas are going 50-50 game. What do you think, Ger? Well, I have been saying it from the outset since I saw the, the performance that uh, Kilkenny put up against Clare, that uh, this is a very hard team to beat. I think Cody has done uh, a serious job with this team in four weeks since the the Leinster final so I mean I wouldn't take anything for granted they're a very difficult team to beat on any given day so I would never go around saying ah we're we're favourites to win this match Limerick have been a bit leggy I thought Uh, they haven't been the same standard as the last couple of years not not taken away from Kilkenny's chances but I just think it is a 50-50 game on Sunday so I can't wait for it you're looking forward to it very much so yeah Okay. now we've got a great tune out yourself and Martin I said this is your first one you said no it's not I heard you're off to play another gig but you can't say where it is alright because this is the best pub in Kilkenny (laughs) (laughs) alright Martin good to see you Uh, Kilkenny's have been busy you've been across Europe of recent times and great ambassadors like the hurlers are for Kilkenny and of course the junior footballers you'd know a bit about football in Wexford but I don't know a bit about football now in Kilkenny because they won the junior All-Ireland last Sunday and you didn't know well, I did know. I just had to explain to certain people here that football is done with the big ball because <laughs> some people would be unsure. Now, no, fair play to the Kilkenny football team. I think junior All Ireland and All Ireland is still in All Ireland. In fairness, so uh, yeah, they deserve a round of applause, the lads. They yeah, did a great job well last week. Yeah, brilliant. And of course, we had the under twenties earlier on in the year one as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm a Wexford man myself uh, I try to keep up to date with as many Kilkenny goings on being in the band of Kilkenny's and all the rest You're playing at the homecoming on Monday aren't you? Are we? I think you are Yeah, no, we? <laughs> yeah we are Yeah, we'll be there Yeah, And I think Jar's going to play with us as well win, yeah, lose or draw Jar, am I right? That's it That's it Absolutely, no. yeah, I'll be yeah. there Okay, Lovely. that'll be interesting to see will the Limerick jersey pop out on <laughs> Monday evening <laughs> Brendan, Park. Brendan if, if by some reason uh, of with hope from in my heart that Limerick could win do you think I'd be brave enough to wear a Limerick jersey in the stage with Brian Cody and his team. You, you won't make it to the stage you know, <laughs> but anyway listen we look forward to that just a little bit on the Kilkenny's you're off to Europe I believe in autumn with Davy and the lads they're, they're touring you probably yep. didn't hear about that either but you are I just said yeah, it. yeah we're going to Scotland we're in Germany we're in Holland we're in Corsica there for one night only sure why not uh, so we're all over and maybe Brendan will get us back in Matt Miller's here if we're lucky okay so. well yeah. if you play another tune first before you head off to play in a foreign pub in Kilkenny tonight is that alright yeah okay, we will. okay. Yeah. will you give me and, and the lads a nice big round of applause. Jeremy Maloney from Limerick and Michal Martin. Michael, not to be confirmed with the, with the Taoiseach. Hey, where's all these people after coming from tonight? <laughs> Ennis Clare. County Clare. you just come down to Kilkenny to learn how to play hurling, is it? Ah, money joking. From County Clare. you all from Clare, yeah? You're, where are you from yourself? Kilkenny. You're Kilkenny, that's all right. Up the banner. Up the banner. <laughs> There's a few lads here from Clare. Will you give them a round of applause? We have a few visitors on tonight. 
Well, we have two men on stage that are well known to everybody. Uh, Martin Fogarty, who of course has been a selector with Kikenny for many, many years, won all Ireland's with Kikenny, player and selector, and has been very much involved in the development of hurling over the years and at great positions. And a man that's uh, very well known at Kikenny, manager of Goran Park Racetrack, presenter on KCLR 96FM, and listen to this, banished door of Skjok Fosteen, the blacks and whites over there. Eddie Scally, give Martin and Eddie a nice big round of applause. Uh, Martin, we started yourself. I mentioned to Ger there that uh, everybody now was saying it's going to be a 50-50 game. I was talking to you off air, so you, you firmly believe that the lads have a tremendous chance in Sunday, and you're going more or less the 50-50 scale as well. Sure. And every game is a 50-50, no matter what way you look at it. And, um, you know, there's no doubt in Limerick have tremendous panel and tremendous talent, and they're the team to beat. You know, at the start of the year, they were, they were the team to beat. But, um it's down to the wire now and whichever team I suppose turns up on song I think is going to is going to win it yeah well it was a mixed enough year for Kilkenny I know they started off with all due respects to the Westmeads and the Leashes Westmead proved that they were very competitive they got a draw with Wexford and they played very well against Kenny in the first half Kilkenny put Leash away but lost to Wexford at home lost to Galway away but in fairness to Brian they turned it around as someone says here Galway in the Leinster final Clare in an All-Ireland semi-final and here we are back in the final and I don't think too many people in Kilkenny believe Kilkenny would be in an All-Ireland final in 2022 well, you could never rule out Kilkenny. No. You know, like so many counties, even, you know, like a Cork, Tipperary, any of the strong counties, Galway, you can never rule them out. But I think um, the first signs for Kilkenny, ironically, were over in Salt Hill, where, um, you know, narrowly beaten there by whatever a point. And I suppose on that day, we conceded a goal there that we wouldn't normally concede, and, and probably five or six of the lads weren't under a game. So, you know, having having gone to Salt Hill like that and by he's not playing to form and you're still close enough to win the match for me that was the first sign that you know this team can, can go farther and go better than bit by bit they're, they're pulling it all together OK and Eddie just before we'll be back to Martin there in a second it's, it's going to be a big one weather you know all about weather and trying to keep going good for horses and hurlers going out on the field and it's going to be very warm and it's going to be difficult but uh, you've been impressed with what you've seen from Kenny so far I have yeah Brendan like it's it, it, like Martin's after touching on the Galway game like where they lost by a point in Salt Hill but if you look at Kilkenny's performances this year they, they lost to Wexford in Nolan Park it was a poor performance by Kilkenny by their own high standards but still it was an extremely tight game at the end it was only one score between the teams same in Galway so no team has managed to get a, a run on Kilkenny no team has managed to pull away from Kilkenny which is a great sign then they go in an All-Ireland semi-final against Clare and I, I just find it laughable for the last two weeks since that match going into that match Clare were oh wonderful they were after playing in the greatest Munster Hurling final in the history of the world their best team ever and now I'm listening to oh Clare were burnt out they were wrecked or, you know none of this was being talked about before the Kilkenny match Kilkenny went out and tore into them for the first 25 minutes of that match and now everyone's saying that Clare underperformed the Leinster final Kilkenny went and beat Galway and all the narrative after the game was how poor Galway were Galway went out last week ran Limerick close and now all the narrative is how brilliant Galway were so this is it and probably should have run it if they did a stronger subs bench I think Limerick wouldn't be in the All-Ireland final yeah that's a, that's a fair comment Martin I suppose um, you know Limerick over the years have been consistent so looking at the two teams now and what they have done people say that team, games in Munster they hurl the life of another and they're absolute classics and I know a few Clare lads here and Clare have been fantastic and Munster is Munster but when the Munster teams came outside of Munster this year questions were asked and some of the questions were answered on this side and Galway and Henry and the boys nearly didn't but they put up one fair battle against Limerick so that gap that everyone was saying Limerick are that step ahead it seems to have been drawn back in a small bit 
Well, sure, look, there's a couple of ways of looking at it. Um, you know, there, there's no doubt in the talent Limerick has. You know, we're not trying to play them up or anything. No, they they're, have, they're very accurate, aren't they? Have, they have huge talent. But yeah. see, all, all the teams in the McCarthy Cup, they're all excellent teams. You know, and you mentioned Westmeath there for a start. And um, Kilkenny had it all to do against Westmeath in the first half. Yeah. But they just wouldn't have the pick. They wouldn't have the depth and strength. You know, whatever they're working off of maybe six or seven clubs up there. But um, every one of those teams are they're excellent players. They're excellent teams. But hurling slightest little drop in standard slightest little bit of being off form and suddenly there can be a 10 point deficit um, but once Kilkenny I suppose started to tighten up a bit and go hard at it and get stuck in suddenly the whole thing comes, comes back to a level playing field and maybe in Munster a lot of the games are maybe a little bit looser than they are in Leinster I mean when, when you're playing a match you have probably two choices you can mark up tight or you can play loose. And if everybody is playing loose, it looks like a classic and they're going to have a pile of scores and some lovely play. But if you take the Leinster final versus the Munster final, um, Leinster final wasn't loose. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> I'm talking about both teams. Yeah. Both teams were, were yeah. very, very tight and very, very committed and no player had a, had a second on the ball. And um, I suppose from, from a punter's point of view, a game like that doesn't look hugely attractive. But if you're out there in the middle of it, you know you were in the game yeah. so that's possibly the difference between them yeah and uh, speaking of that Eddie Kenny Jujus hinted on it a few minutes ago it was an epic performance against Clare no matter what whether Clare were flat whether they were indifferent whatever they're still a, they were still a great team during the year but that was an epic performance from Kenny on the day it, it was phenomenal I, like and when you actually break it down and look at some of the things around it Mikey Butler's performance in particular I don't want to be there's been a lot of said about Mikey and I don't want to be yeah but he's had a great year to be he's fair. had a fabulous year but the, the man marking job he did in that game was was brilliant and I think if Martin's touched on it there as well. If you watch back on the Munster final, the Limerick Clear game, the space that the forwards got when they got on balls, they had massive amounts of space to take their strikes off. I think Clear met a very different animal when they played Kilkenny, like in the sense that the Clare forwards, they weren't given an inch. The Kilkenny backs were up in their faces, they were in on top of them, and it suited Kilkenny down to the ground, but they're, they're, they were so economical with the ball, Kilkenny as well, in the first half. I think, did they hit one wide? Was it in the whole first half? I think maybe yeah, I think it was one or two, I think yeah. three in the whole match, something, yeah. you know, it's absolutely ridiculous stats when you see it. I think they scored 226 or something in that range, and yeah. maybe hit three or four wides in the whole game. I mean, it's just phenomenal. Like, Would you think, Martin, looking at the way you'd look at matches, a man of your calibre and Eddie, lads that are big into hurling, while they did play well and they were epic on the day against Clare and I'm only hinting at this match because it was the last one they played but Clare had 24 wides I don't believe Limerick will have 24 if they get those chances but in fairness to the Kilkenny defence they made Clare shoot under pressure and a little bit further out than normal whereas Limerick up front you'll have Aaron Gillan Seamus Flanagan Graham Mulcahy these lads are all deadly accurate any chance over the shoulder shots you know they're, they're deadly accurate so Kilkenny can't afford to give Limerick that amount of shots and you know anybody would know that you don't have to be big into hurling as it was but that would be one of the worrying points going into the game on Sunday wouldn't it? But sure, you know, nowadays, um, not, not saying that this was any different years ago, but nowadays, all your top players are unbelievably accurate. Yeah. I mean, okay, the ball is a little bit lighter than it used to be, but the scoring ability of, of, of most county players now is unreal. And um, if, if you give your opponent, if you give him a yard, not to mention five yards, you can expect a score. Yeah. No. needless to say, when you're hitting shots there from 40, 50, 60, 70 and 80 yards, they're not necessarily all going to go over. But the only way I'm making sure they won't go over is to be up in the lad's face. And, you know, there's a fierce difference in allowing an opponent a shot from two metres or three metres or being right up and getting the hooker to block in. And I suppose that's what... It's not that Clare became bad strikers overnight, but, as you said there, it's the pressure that our lads put them under. Yeah. 
And, you know, that might be getting a block in. It might be just having to hurl up and putting a little pressure on. It could be chest and lad, you might get a hook in. But even if you don't get the hook in, the fact that you're coming after him puts that little bit of pressure on him. And I suppose I, I, I would, I'd look on it a little bit like 2006 and, and Cork, I suppose, gone for three in a row and you know in, in all fairness they were they were the team to beat that time and Kilkenny weren't really rated that much either but what the lads brought that year was I suppose they the brought a work rate where they probably collectively decided if we don't have the ball well our opponents were going to be chasing them and we're going to be trying to cover the lads are going to hit it and, and that's I suppose described as tight play. Yeah, we're seeing a bit of that at the moment as well because Kilkenny had a lot of turnovers the last day as well, and a lot of turnovers in the championship. They work really hard when they haven't got possession. Which it has to be that way. Yeah. You know, if, yeah. if you don't play that way, it's. You're it, in trouble. Well, yeah. yeah you're in Unless they're playing a team that are, you know, for some miraculous reason, they just don't turn up in the day. But, um, you know, playing Limerick now on, on Sunday, um, if you leave any of those fellas loose, including the goalie, they're going to hurt you. Yeah, they certainly so will. You have to try and you have to try and minimise their scoring opportunities, and that that's simply get up on the man that has the ball. Yeah. And if he gets to offload it somewhere, you have to be picking up the guy that he's going to throw to. And whichever team, I suppose, does that the best is going to win the win game, the ma- win the match. Is all the pressure on Limerick, Eddie? Uh, well, it's I suppose because three in a row, it's hard to win one, but to win look, to win two, to win three, it's it's not easy. They're going for three in a row. They're one they to two. Like yeah, they're one to two favourites. They're very good champions. Everyone's the, the pressure's on them, but be under no illusions. The Kilkenny lads that have enough respect for themselves to be putting the pressure on themselves. There's no Kilkenny for to turn up in Crow Park next week or on Sunday thinking I'm not going to win another medal. If they they have to believe that, so I suppose Martin have no better. He's been there and there and he's done it on that line and he's been been around it. It's it the pressure from the outside is on on Limerick. But I don't think that gets into the camp. I wouldn't think anybody in Limerick is, on the Limerick yeah. setup is too worried about that. They're they're putting the pressure on themselves no more than the Kilkenny lads. But I think you know the bookmakers tend to get these things fairly right, and they have. When I looked at it this morning, I think it was four to nine, five to two, Kilkenny five to two for an All Ireland final. Unbelievable price. I think it's it's. I've never seen a price like it for a two horse race. Um, so they're they're really saying Limerick have this. They've one one hand on the trophy already. Well, that can be a bad thing, Martin, can't it? If, you, if the lads bought into it and I mean some of the Limerick supporters are buying into it as well I know the teams are distant as Eddie said from all that type of thing but you know you have to stay focused Oh, if you, if you take your mind off it for a second you're gone and you know the whole pressure thing is it's it's, it's, it's a strange word I suppose um, Tommy Welch I heard him there during the week yeah, saying about, about, about some team the team that has won you know you take Limerick at the moment they don't have to win to become a great team they are a great team at yeah. the moment they don't have to win you know, win, lose or draw, they're a great team. So, you know, when they came up a couple of years ago and they hadn't won one for so many years, that was pressure because they had to win. But when you've won a few, and sure, our lads are the same, they've won a few as well. So from that perspective, there's not that savage pressure on them other than to go up and the same pressure you have in every match is lads want to win the game. Yeah. But, um, you know, they won't be, neither team will, will fear losing the match. Both teams will go out to win that and... If they win it, they'll be happy, and if they don't, they won't be happy. It has the hallmarks of being a cracker, hasn't it? Has it, this the build-up? You know, the two great teams, great tradition in Kilkenny, fantastic team. You were there though on the four in a row, and you were with the great Kilkenny team back that time. You know, you know what it's like in Limerick now, going for three in a row. But the party can be spoiled. Yeah, well, you see, if 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 both teams turn up, it'll be a cracker. You know, I often said to win, to win a big match, whether it's club or county, you need thirteen of your players on song, and you don't know until the ball is thrown in whether you're on song or not. So to win, you need 13 of them on song and, and the other two lads working hard. And um, so whichever whichever team 
gets I suppose that 11, 12 or 13 players on song um, if the other lads are not on song you're going to win it now if both are on song we'll have a cracker he certainly will maybe a replay Eddie before we go to the break um, you know we can't we, we can but we never do because the way hurling has gone now we get into matchups and about this that and the other you know you mentioned Mikey Butler we can mention Declan Han and Dan Morrissey off the Limerick team you know you say what's the matchup's going to be every time I'm on commentary in the current climate in hurling you look out in the field the right corner back could be left half forward the right half back could be right corner forward so really the game has changed so matchups and as Martin said work ethic and closing down players in the split second this is part and parcel of it so this is what's going to make it difficult it, it will it'll make it extremely difficult Limerick won't, won't move around that's that's one thing Declan Hannon will stay at centre back TJ Reid might start a corner forward Declan Hannon won't go to corner back he'll sit in centre in centre back and he'll wait there for TJ to come out to him the matchups are going to be brilliant all around the field it'll be interesting to see who goes who, where Mikey Butler maybe picking up Aaron Galan I, I don't know they'll, they'll, they'll match up these as best as they can but it's the, the Limerick half forward line that Kilkenny are going to have to target and try and get the matchups right in that line because that's the line that they'll be they'll be targeting mainly I'd say in the game but look it has the hallmarks to be an absolutely brilliant game for us we're able to sit back and enjoy it I don't envy the lads you said it at the very start here they're looking at 29 30 degree heat I was waiting for the GEA to make an announcement they're bringing back in water breaks I'd say <laughs> Brian would have a stroke because I thought Limerick played the water break brilliantly um, but I, I don't know what way it'll go but I just I just I have a sneaky suspicion if it's a close game I'd love to be on the Kilkenny side of it but Limerick do have the potential watch the first 25 minutes of last year's All-Ireland final Limerick have the potential to pull away from you if you let them well if you let them yeah well that's uh, we're speaking to Martin Cody and um Martin Fogarty rather and Eddie Scally here you need to change your name Martin just to catch you to get a big fee for tonight <laughs> uh, with thanks to Martin Miller's Bar and Restaurant here number one in Kilkenny for food, live music and great night out we'll be talking to the lads briefly when we come back after the break give them a nice big round of applause we'll be back after this and we're going to take a break Live from Matt the Millers, the KCLOR All-Ireland Preview Show with Brendan Hennessy. With thanks to Matt the Millers Bar and Restaurant, number one in Kilkenny for food, live music and a great night out. MattTheMillers.com lads on the spot from Martin. I don't think you might be like putting on the spot Martin but just in fairness you said they're, they'll be there thereabouts. There's no reason why Kilkenny can't win this match I suppose. Is that the best way to say it? Yeah, well, um, you know we're, we're good enough to win it and needless to say Limerick are good enough to win it as well I think um, a key area will be if, if we can keep down the free count um, Limerick get a huge amount of scores from frees and um, you know I, I think Dimmer Burns there he's coming off with 6, 7 and 8 points that's, that's from that's from the half back line distance, yeah. so I mean you know it's, it's inexcusable to give away that number of frees so if our boys can um Keep down, as I say, silly freeze. Just, just don't. You're better off handle out a ball and let him hit it than give him a free. Because yeah. give him a free is, is like just clocking up the scoreboard. So if we, if we, if we can minimise them and um, play a simple hurling, which is really get stuck up in them. You know, you talk, you talk about the game changing and that. I, I don't buy into that. Hurling is is pretty simple game until you're trying to play it. But it's about um, marking up your opponents and getting the ball down to the other end of the field as often as you can and keep it down there. Okay. So Kilken- uh, and before you go, Martin, Kilkenny are scoring goals this year as well, which is an added bonus as well. Two in the two yeah, in the semi final. Goal is three points, so yeah. they, definitely, they definitely help. <laughs> right, yeah. That's not going to change for Sunday, but if they get one, it's going for three. Three anyway, Eddie. Um, you like to call it, so 
You fancy Kilkenny, I think, do you? Yeah, I do. I, I, I actually fancy them out of the way, to be honest. I can't believe they're five to two. I don't know what the bookies are looking at. Um, I think I think the first fifteen minutes is going to set down this game. If Kilkenny come out of blocks the way they did, I'm not expecting Kilkenny to pull ten points there at Limerick. But if Kilkenny lay down markers, lads start getting known front of the players, start did, questioning you them. You were saying off air that they did that the last time. Yeah, and I just think, like in 2019, you know, the, 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 what they brought, the intensity they brought to that game, that needs to be brought. I think they're going to bring it. I think Kilkenny have improved every match. Every match Kilkenny have played this year, they've stepped it up a bit more, stepped it up a bit more. And if there's one more step in that Kilkenny team, you're going to be seeing Liam McCarthy back down here Sunday night. Okay, with the help of God. Well, Martin Fogarty, pleasure to see him. Well done on all the great things you've done with Kilkenny. Let's hope the lads get over the line on Sunday. And thanks for joining us on Matt Miller tonight. And Eddie Scally, we'll be listening to you in the not too distant future on KSLR 96 of Emma. Before I let you go, you'll be delighted for me to ask you this. When is going on again? We're out Ladies' Day, Saturday week. There. Everybody going. come with Liam McCarthy. You better come back to Kilkenny, Saturday week, Gorn Park, free tickets, Eddie Scally. There you are. That's the matter. Give the lads a nice big round of applause. Right, we're going to go back to a little piece of music. Michael Lawler has been on. He said he's enjoying the show. It's a great show. Great to hear the lads. And he said, Kilkenny by four points and TJ Reid for man of the match. Good man, Michael. Well, we're going back to Jeremy Maloney, the Limerick man, and Michael Martin for another little piece of music here at Matta Miller's. Give the boys a cheer.
Thank you very much, Chair. And Martin, thank you very much. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Adrian Ronan and Anya Fahey. All after this. You're listening to the KCL or All-Ireland Preview Show. With thanks to Matha Miller's Bar and Restaurant. Number one in Kilkenny for food, live music and a great night out. MathaMillers.com certainly is a great night out and we're having a great night out at the moment. I'm joined by Brendan Tracy of Matta Millers. Brendan, uh, I know you quite a long time. I've always said it was the number one pub in Kilkenny. It's the only one I come to. I think it's the only one I'm allowed into. But anyway, uh, good to see you tonight. It doesn't feel like it's uh, 2019 since we're here with the last preview, but uh, time flies and we're back tonight. 2022, you're a big hurling man. You're a Thomastown man. You have big interest in John Donnelly for Sun. That's brilliant for the town as well, but a uh, great time for Kilkenny back in an All-Ireland final. Good to see you. Yeah, it's brilliant for Kilkenny to be back at the, the top table again. Um, a lot of people didn't have great expectations at the start of the year, naturally enough. They were um, stuttering through some games and, uh, yeah, not really showing their true potential. But, yeah, thankfully it's come good over the last number of weeks. Um, training seems to have gone well for the lads and, uh, yeah, it is a 50-50 game on Sunday. Well, it's a great time of the year in Kilkenny, tourism-wise and the whole lot, and great entertainment, as it says in our promo here. So it's going to be busy at Matt Miller's over the weekend, too, starting tonight with the preview show. So I know there's going to be great entertainment, and you have residence bands play here, and we have the lads here tonight. So you're looking forward to what's going to be a hectic weekend, I suppose. And if Kilkenny win it, it could be a hectic month. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah, it's always hectic when Kilkenny are in an All-Ireland. Ronnie, will, uh, uh, he'll, he'll pay tribute to that throughout the years there. He was heavily involved in um, some of the entertainment uh, throughout the years himself. But uh, yeah, look, of course, it's it's uh, we almost take it for granted being back in an All-Ireland final. But uh, we've missed it for a few years. And as you said, it's 2019 since you were last here. There's been a lot of water under the bridge since in terms of pandemics and all that has gone with it. So and uh, it's been a tough time for a lot of people, a lot of families. Families and, and a lot of businesses, but hopefully things are back to where we'd like them to be in terms of all Ireland finals, in terms of just getting on with our lives. And yeah, we have a hectic weekend ahead, win, lose or draw. But fingers crossed, we'll be welcoming uh, the Lee McCarthy Cup back to John Street, back to Kilkenny, back to Nolan Park on Monday night. We'd love to see it, and uh, it would be a tremendous achievement in the year that's in it. Yeah, it certainly would. And earlier in the year, the under twenties won the All Ireland, and of course the junior footballers won the other night. So I'm sure you had a, a few. Grace in your presence during the week too. If you don't want to reveal any secrets, you don't have to. But uh, that was a great achievement as well. I know there's no secrets. We we won the matches and 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 uh, and, and we celebrated and, and everybody went home and back to work the next day. It's it's fairly fairly simple model, uh, Brendan. Okay, a great lineup for over the weekend, Brendan. And always a fantastic establishment for the bit of grub and, and meeting people. I've just met people from Columbia and I think it was like South Carolina. So as I said, it's holiday season in Kilkenny and lots of visitors. Yeah, it is. We always have a, a bit of a mixed bag in here, as you know yourself from having uh, spent a lot of time here, uh, what was it, 25, 26 years ago? <laughs> I still think we still have some old um, uh, videotapes of it, if anybody wants to maybe bid for them or make an offer. But yeah, look, uh, it, it's great to see the tourists back. It's great to see KCLR back here, you and the team. Um, you, you know, it, it, we're delighted to have you here and, and of course delighted to be back in the All-Ireland. But yeah, it, it's good to to have the visitors back in Kilkenny as well and to have um, Kilkenny humming as a, as, as a popular destination apart from hurling at all but look fingers crossed we'll have a, a lot more to celebrate on, on Monday and Tuesday of next week Before I let you go Brendan I know you played a, a right bit of hurling you're a fine player you're a very versatile full back full forward midfield a great man for the low ball and all that sort of thing but <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you see it going on Sunday what's your good feeling? 
Um, I, I think if we uh, take on Limerick like we did in 2019 in the semi-final, uh, we have a great chance. But we will have to meet them with every uh, thing that we have. Um, it, it'll be a, a physical game. It'll be an intense game. It, it'll be a tough game with a lot of good hurling uh, thrown into the mix. Um, we'll have to play very, very well to stay with them and, and to, to beat them but we can do it it's, it's there to be done uh, it is as, as Martin Fogarty said it, it's a 50-50 game There's, it's, it's a two horse race it's a game of hurling it's there to be won and uh, I, I feel our lads are equipped to do it and uh, I, I, I wish them well I really wish them all the best and, and I, I think we, we can do it OK well we look forward to the celebrations one way or the other if it happens and one way or the other it's going to be a tremendous weekend build up to the game and everything that goes collectively here in Kilkenny and Matt Miller's in particular Brendan but uh, Thanks for having a word. Thanks for your hospitality tonight as well. And thanks for joining us. Enjoy the game and may you have a great summer. And lovely words there about people suffering during the pandemic and we're back to normality now. So that is great to see. And to all the businesses in Kilkenny, I want to wish you well and across Carlow. And thanks for joining me tonight. And thanks very much for having us here also. Well, thank you, Brendan. Much appreciated. Okay, let's have a nice round of applause for Brendan Tracy there of Matthew Millers. Thank you, Brendan. Now, two familiar voices and uh, two familiar Kilkenny players. Anya Fahey joins me here with thanks to Matt Miller's Bar and Restaurant, number one for food and uh, in Kilkenny and live music and a great night out. And also, Adrian Ronnie Ronan. I don't know when you were christened Ronnie, but uh, you're officially called Adrian on the, on the radio anyway, Adrian. But uh, good to see you tonight and good to see you as well, Anya. Good evening to you. Thanks very much, Brendan. You're looking well too, Ronnie. Are you back from the holidays? Are you planning on going yeah, on the holidays? No, back from the holidays. So I have the international view um, <laughs> from Spain, so just arrived back yesterday morning yeah, lovely so, uh, yeah the weather was massive uh, as you can see and being a bit hefty gym man I can t- take the weather very well so um, any talk about hurling out there there was plenty going on out there yeah there was plenty of Kilkenny presence plenty of Munster presence a lot of Cork people around the place and um, a lot of valued opinion um, the valued opinion from Spain is we haven't hope so um, <laughs> is that the Spaniards um, or the Irish no, no that's the few Spaniards that were listening to the Cork lads <laughs> neither understood each other but um, no most of the, most people I think were uh, fairly cautious in their approach they weren't you know were, they weren't very supportive of the Kilkenny but the only thing that they did say is like if there's any team can take Limerick down um, it was Kilkenny at the beginning of the year everyone talked about Waterford we all know they never got their chance everyone mentioned Galway Galway got their chance and nearly took their chance and now we're the last one standing so we were going about to get our chance yeah. so maybe we might, might be the third team the third time looking we might be the team to take them down ok Anya were you in Spain or Croatia or Australia or Thailand or anywhere yet? I was in Costa del Freshford for Freshford. the last week. That's where <laughs> right. I'm after getting Looks like you brought half a Freshford image yeah, tonight yeah. as well. Unfortunately, it wasn't as, um, I'd say, superior as uh, Spain there, wherever you are, Adrian. You might bring the rest of us the next time you're well, going to be great. brought you back a fridge magnet anyway, so yeah. there it is. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> so listen, you, you, before we talk hurling, you've been busy with the camogie and it's going to be busy this weekend also, so it's busy times for Kikenny. You know, Ronnie's very much involved with camogie also, so it's going to be a very, very busy weekend. Yeah, it certainly is, and I suppose the girls are kind of starting off the weekend on Saturday evening they're playing in the All-Ireland Quarter Final at half past five in Semple Stadium against Dublin so you know the girls are kind of back where they wanted to be um, we've seen the campaign that they've had through the whole championship you know they went unbeaten still are unbeaten in the championship a draw match against Galway and you know to be honest with you coming out of that Galway game you would say that Galway are definitely the more the team that are going to be more bruised after it you know ha- having let go you know a lead and, lo- and to get a draw match in their home venue uh, for Kilkenny you know they're focus is fully going to be on tomorrow they're not going to take their or on Saturday they're not going to take their 
eye off the ball there and they're 60 minutes away from a semi-final and it would be a great start to the weekend if we could get them over the line. Uh, yeah, and just to explain to people, a win the last day other than the draw would have put them direct to the semi-final so they have to go to quarter-final route. They have to go to quarter-final route. There's two, there's two groups in it. Top two teams go straight through to the semi-final. It all came down to um, the head-to-head top of the table clash with themselves and Galway. Unfortunately, like in the league, Galway came out on a score difference um, even after a draw result with Kilkenny. But listen, I think the quarter-final will actually benefit Kilkenny a yeah. lot better. I think there's a couple of new girls after coming into the panel this year and I think the more game time they get, uh, the better they're going to become. And especially with a couple of injuries as well throughout the year, yeah. unfortunately, that Kilkenny have had. You know, there's a lot of new girls that do need more game time and I think, you know, definitely this weekend it's going to be a really good pillar for them to get going. It's an All-Ireland quarter-final and, you know, we really are behind them all the way and, you know, they're an excellent team, an excellent group of girls and they've given us so many years of great support and, you know, we've been following them up and down to Crow Park. Fantastic, yeah. yeah, they've been absolutely brilliant. Yeah, they have a, they have a great chance, so you're looking forward to that. You're on duty with Martin, of course. Myself and Marty, yeah. Okay, up and Ronnie, goes. I know we're here talking hurling, it's only fair we mentioned the Camogie, Ronnie, you're very much involved with the club scene and the Camogie as well and I know you're involved underage hurling over the years but it's a big day for Kilkenny and the Camogie girls also have to keep their eye on the ball haven't they? Yeah, no, again I suppose the Kilkenny team going into this game at the weekend against Dublin they are actually favourites in the Camogie so but to be fair to the selectors Brian Down, Pat O'Neill, Tommy Sheffield and the rest of the gang they've lost a lot of girls uh, through injury as Anya said and to be where they are and that great performance they gave against Galway and luckily over the last few years Kilkenny underage Camogie is doing very well yeah. mightn't be getting the win just there they're just a win short of doing very well but I think the volume, uh, the volume is there. In the you know the underage yeah. structures in yeah, Camogie and yeah. Kenny is on a very uh, is on a very good is in a very good place. To be fair to the all involved in Camogie, and it's just a victory away from taking off. And hopefully the seniors, you know, they're they're, they're going in under radar now as uh, like the hurlers here, and they might just pull it off. Short a number of players, but again, they're Kilkenny people wearing Kilkenny jerseys, and that's a, a very strong. Well, we wish them well and the best of luck to you on Saturday with Martin on commentary as well. On you, we look forward to that. So we'll switch from Camogie now to the to the hurling and Ronnie. You know you're having a bit of fun about the Spaniards and the Cork lads and everybody else, but uh, you really honest good feeling on how do you see it going on Sunday well sure like everybody says like I mean there's no secret Limerick are the favourites that they've been they're going for three in a row they could have been going for four we beat them in 2019 so I mean it's no secret they're, they're the red hot favourites for sure however if we do what we you know if we learn from the previous matches that Limerick have played and look what Clare did to, to Limerick look what Galway did to Limerick and see can we uh, improve on that and one of the strong areas I think that Limerick have uh, is their sharp puck outs and cutting the sharp puck out, particularly to Barry Nash. They're, if you watch Glimmerick close, a lot of the puck outs go to Nash. Yeah. Nash then sets him up and he gets the two boys involved in the middle of the field. Now I'm sure Brian Cody and all the selectors know that's one of the areas. And again, if you watch Glimmerick closely, and this year in particular, they're the ones doing most of the complaining about the hand pass. And John Kiley has been uh, featured about the hand pass. And it's actually slowed them down a little bit because yeah. they haven't been given the proper hand pass according to the rules of the game. And it's in the back of their mind. So those two little factors have impacted them. Change at a small well, bit, mentally, yeah. this, it, yeah. mentally it, it can. You know, that hand pass for in particular and and in the sharp puck outs, as I said, we can just... Nash is getting a lot of rare reviews. That the puck outs tend to go to him. They're able to vary it for sure, but their main threat is going short and then giving this diagonal ball into into Gillan or Flanagan and whichever's yeah. playing well. But that's, that's the big the big thing is to stop us. And I'm sure from what we've seen in the last couple of matches in Kilkenny, you see what we did against Galway and particularly what we did against Clare 
now the, the worry we have about Clare is what happened Clare were we that good or were Clare that yeah, bad Eddie, Eddie was just saying yeah. it earlier on yeah. yeah. but the accuracy I mentioned earlier on from Kilkenny are from Limerick uh, excellent you know you look at you mentioned the players there Seamus Flanagan Graham Mulcahy Aaron Gallant Garrod Hegarty now he hadn't the best day at the office last week but everyone's entitled to a, a bit of an off day but the matchups I mean Hugh Lawler has been outstanding for Kilkenny Richie Reid at centre back Paddy Deegan Mikey Butler's a talked about player but you know Brian will keep all those lads feet on the ground won't he you know you, you can go through the team they've all been brilliant the, the defensive unit for Kilkenny the last day were absolutely impeccable and to be fair you know the matches they did lose were very narrow uh, defeats in the championship during the year yeah no as you rightly said as a sex stack the six backs have been excellent uh, all through the year um, in middle of the field we've had variations in the middle of the field we've had variations and up front I suppose we are depending on a few different players to perform on the day Billy Ryan and Mossy Keown and these guys have performed on different days but the importance of TJ is huge uh, to Kilkenny and that's I suppose another variable factor but uh, people are forgetting then also the contribution of Adrian Mullen Adrian Mullen is going in the second top scorer from play this year yeah yeah and people have uh, underestimated his contribution and I'm, I think Owen Cody Billy Ryan are waiting to explode and I, I just hope that happens OK, we'll be we just hold off on you. I'm just uh, delighted. But Marty Morris will be delighted to know you're on our panel tonight because he's joining us on the phone now. And uh, Are you there, Marty? I am indeed. How are you? How are you, Marty? Brendan here in Matt and Miller's. You're very welcome Hi, to the programme. Thank you very much. Indeed. Delighted to be part of it. Thanks very much, Marty, for joining us. As a Munster man and a Clare man, I suppose you might be going towards Limerick, but you know a lot of people in Kilkenny. You've got great mileage out of Kilkenny over the years, Camogie, uh, hurling, and a particular football last Saturday. So uh, how does Marty Morrissey feel that it's going to go, to go in the All-Ireland on Sunday? Well, let me say that I, I made a little bit of history for myself even last uh, Sunday, uh, Saturday because I visited the Kilkenny dress room having won the All-Ireland uh, title. Uh, in the junior football and the celebrations were just fantastic um, and most enjoyable and the recognition that they got as they, as they paraded around uh, the pitch from Hill 16 and Hogan was just fantastic and I, I, I congratulate them. Um, Sunday, now, uh, whether they'll have the cup or the second cup or not, I don't know. It's going to be a tough battle but it's, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I think Kilkenny's graph has been upwards all the way um, and certainly their performances. I think it dipped against Wexford. It just uh, that that particular day, uh, just things didn't go right, which is not, I suppose, is not normal in Kilkenny. But they responded magnificently with a great performance uh, in the semi-final against us. I don't know whether we didn't get on the bus in the market in Fergus or, or Ballier, but we didn't expect. None of us expected any Clare people uh, thought we would do okay against Kilkenny. Our track record in the past was was good, but uh, Kilkenny just literally demolished Clare and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I think Clare are still reeling from the uh, hurling uh, lesson that they got from Kilkenny. Okay, and all our listeners now, Marty, tonight across Carlow, Kilkenny, uh, would all be cheering for Kilkenny, as you know, and they'll want to know a man of Marty Morrissey's calibre. Uh, they will want to know, does Marty give Kilkenny any chance? Uh, you probably do, but we want to know, what way would you really see the game going on Sunday? Because Limerick, we know, are a fantastic side. They've been brilliant. They're going for three in a row, but as I said to Martin Fogarty and Eddie Scally earlier on, that brings its own little bit of pressure, which the players would probably won't buy into, but at the same time, you know, human beings as a human being and Kilkenny really have nothing to lose have they? No I think Kilkenny are in the perfect position here and I think they have a, a right good chance and I happen to be down the sideline uh, reporting in 2019 and if you had false teeth uh, they'd, they'd be rattled or they'd be falling off because the physical exchanges that day were just something 
and this is part of our game, all fair and square. But it was just, it was just fantastic to be there. And Kilkenny really set out their stall in the first 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, Limerick had their chances. They came to terms with it. Uh, there was the Darrow Donovan sideline cut that seemed to go off to Kilkenny Hurley and should have been a 65. Maybe that would have given Limerick a chance to draw. Who knows? But that was their last defeat. And over the last number of years, uh, it's been said to me by li- several Limerick players that they love a crack at, at Kilkenny. Uh, well, this is it. This is their opportunity. Uh, but I think Kilkenny or Kilkenny, I'm the biggest fan genuinely of Kilkenny hurling because I just love their work rate. They do the basics so well. They hook, they block, they chase. It's Their work rate is phenomenal. And uh, they'll have to do all of that against the Limerick side that has grown and developed. I don't know if 2019 is relevant anymore because I think both teams have evolved and changed. I think um, Kilkenny have nothing to lose, which is from an outside Kilkenny person, is a very dangerous place to have Kilkenny in because they'll just hurl with utter passion and, and abandonment. And um, I really give Kilkenny a fair chance at this. Uh, I know there's been a lot of talk about Keane Lynch being out injured, but I think they've won their championship uh, and their journey to the All-Ireland final without Keane Lynch. Uh, so I, and I know I'm, I'm, I'm getting one of his biggest fans, but I don't think this is detrimental uh, to what people think. Yes, it's great to have him coming on. But it was funny, the last day when they came on, it was uh, Peter Casey uh, and to a lesser extent Keane Lynch that had an impact, but primarily it was David Reedy. And when you look at the bench, Brendan, that Kilkenny have and Limerick have, Limerick seem to have, at the moment, the advantage, because it's unusual for me to say this on your radio show, Kilkenny are the, the least experienced here. This is a team that's uh, you know, been in several All-Ireland finals. I think Kyle Hayes, since he's been 16, has been a play, has played in an All-Ireland final every single year. And he's 23 or 24 now. So they're very experienced. Uh, and this is, this is something I think that they've wanted. But Kilkenny have nothing to lose. And that is a huge advantage. OK, and Marty, you'll be part and parcel of it as always and uh, we look forward to seeing you in Croke Park on Sunday. We've a woman from uh, Kilkenny just come in, she wants to know it's going to be 30 degrees in Croke Park on Sunday. Will Marty Morrissey be wearing his shorts? I certainly will, as I am now. And um, certainly, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not too sure I want to be photographed. I need a bit of sunshine on the legs. I haven't had a chance. But I might go down to Kilkenny and uh, tug out somewhere on the beach and... Uh, chill out for myself and uh, get a bit of a colour between now and Sunday. <laughs> yeah, the beach is just down in Waterford, Mark. He's a little bit away from us here, but Brendan That's Tracy right, is just in... You'll make it from Kilkenny. Brendan Tracy has just informed me, Marty, if you're in Kilkenny over the weekend or at any time, you're to come into Matt and Miller's, whatever you want on the menu, it's there for you, especially for Marty Morrissey. And well, your, thank you. Uh, thank you. And Brendan, if I Brent... am going to be in Kilkenny, I'll be there Sunday night uh, if Kilkenny win the All-Ireland, and I'll be there again Monday morning for Morning Ireland. So, um, certainly, I, I, you never know, I might be in Kilkenny over the weekend and thank you for the kind offer. And I'd be wearing the shorts. Well, he doesn't do... He doesn't do B&B, but Eddie, Eddie he's a DJ here, has a, a roadcaster, and he can, uh, we can put you up with that, Marty. We'll have a right, we'll have a right good night. Well, listen, we're all looking forward to seeing you on Sunday in Croke Park and before Thank that in Kilkenny, and hopefully at a victorious homecoming in Kilkenny on Monday evening. And I'm sure Brendan and the lads will look after you on Monday morning here as well. Uh, so Thank great you. for, to join us tonight, Marty. Really appreciate it. Uh, taking time out of your busy schedule and for everybody in Kilkenny and Carlo on the airwaves of KCLR 96 of them, we'll say Garamina Mahagut and we'll talk to you over the weekend. Lovely, to, uh, always lovely to be with you, Brendan, uh, and I uh, look forward to seeing the Kilkenny people over the weekend. Thanks, Jim Marty. Nice big round of applause. Thank you very much, Marty. Bye bye from Kilkenny.
Now, on you, there you are. You think you're great when you're on with Martin Quilty, you're on with Marty Morrissey now, but you'll be on after we come back from the break. So thanks, Marty. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll be speaking to Anya Fai, and Adrian Ronan is still with us here. At you're Matt listening to the KCL or All-Ireland Preview Show, with thanks to Matt the Miller's Bar and Restaurant, number one in Kilkenny for food, live music, and a great night out. MattTheMillers.com I say you had a few right good nights out here in Matthew Miller's and here we are on a Thursday night previewing what you've done the camogie a few moments ago the All-Ireland Hurling final are you nervous? Um, do you know what? I think Kilkenny have definitely you know, shown the whole country what they're capable of and I suppose that came in the All-Ireland semi-final against Clare and it's probably a performance that not many people thought they had in them and I mean that in the best respect for the Kilkenny team um, I would be nervous to be honest with you, like I think the majority of Kilkenny people are going to be nervous, but I do think that, you know, we're there, it's an All-Ireland final, and anything can happen. Are you, su- are you surprised Kilkenny are there? A lot of people felt earlier in the year that they probably weren't going to get there, you know, you say a bit of transition, and yet when they say the team is in transition, you look down at the team and you see a fellow like Owen Cody with a bag of club All-Ireland medals, TJ mm-hmm. Reid, uh, I know there's been a few new kids in the block over the last few years, Keane, Kenny, Mikey, Butler, but all these fellas are holding their own, so they're right up there with the best, so you know, are they there, and are, are you there and hope or expectation but the moral of the story is they're there yeah they're there and listen as I said it's an All-Ireland final and anything can happen we know the history that Limerick have they're going into the championship what 15 games in the championship unbeaten which is you know a phenomenal record for any team they're going for three in a row Kilkenny were in this situation a couple of years back as well and you know I suppose at the moment Limerick have really set the standard for where Hurling has is now at the moment but Kilkenny have also done that in the past um, it's going to be up to, it's going to be on the day and you know as Martin and Eddie were t- kind of talking about it earlier on it is going to be 50-50 it's you know whatever team is going to work the hardest whatever team is literally going to put their whole body on the line for 60-70 minutes on Sunday you know they're the team that's going to get over the line it'll be an exciting game but I think Kilkenny definitely need to start out of the blocks like they did against Clare and I think if they can push on and drive on from there there's nothing that's going to stand in their way Yeah there's been a few great performances you know even though there was a few matches lost but matches won and I said they're there so they did what they had to do the one when they had to win and the last two wins I suppose as you said the Galway match and, and the Clare match were two massive victories yeah massive victories and you know I think the Clare match kind of everybody kind of stood back and kind of you know took heed in Kilkenny after that match because I suppose you know everybody was talking about the Munster hurling and the Munster final and Clare were the upcoming team and Clare were going to get their chance again in an All-Ireland final going to get another rattle at Limerick or whatever the case may be but and I think Kilkenny were happy about that they were going into an All-Ireland semi-final they were going in as underdogs they had four weeks to prepare you know, nobody thought nothing of them. You know, it was a matter of kind of going up to Crow Park and how many points were Clare going to, you know, win that match by. And, you know, Kilkenny came in, dark horses, and completely obliterated Limerick in the first half. You know, they literally came out and they looked fresh. They were basically like new calves breaking out of the pens in spring, like. <laughs> and, you know, that's, that's what it looked like to Kilkenny. And I think, you know, Brian Cody was definitely going to be happy with that performance. Obviously, when you ask him, he's going to say that things need to be improved, like he does all, all the, time. the time. But, you know, certainly was a massive game for Kilkenny and, you know, listen, they're in an All-Ireland final and 70 minutes away from bringing Lee McCarthy back to Kilkenny. Yeah, and a great spread of clubs, which is a great tradition in Kilkenny as well. I know Lachlan Gales are strong now with Mikey and Huey there and Paddy Deegan, you know, but you have uh, James Morris and Lactons is there on the panel, uh, Conor Delaney, Aaron Zone, David Blanchfield, the bridge, uh, the, the Shamrocks, lads of Ronnie's man, uh, Billy Ryan there from Greg Bally, Callan, John Donnelly, Thomas, there's a great spread of all the clubs, the young Keen, Kenny, James Stevens was playing really well also. Yeah, massive spread and, you know, big shout out to our three Tullerone lads, you know, Mossy, uh, Tommy and 
uh, Park there. They're, you know, huge ambassadors for the club in Tullerone and, you know, everybody looks up some idolising them. And Shane as well, sorry. Yeah, you know, so, you know, it's great to have, it's great to have these lads on the panel and I know the whole Tullerone is looking up so I'm wishing the best luck and as, and for Darren, or Darren and Brennan and for James Meyer as well from Freshford. So, yeah. you know, it's great. It's, just, it's a massive scope all around the county and it gives everybody in every club a bit of a lift as well. And it's been a long time since we've had the black and amber out for an All Ireland final. So, uh, seven years you know, it's been great. Ronnie, a lot of talk is always about players outfield. I've mentioned players there from Limerick and there in the whole but Owen Murphy is a vital cog in the Kilkenny and for me, probably the best goalkeeper in the country. And he is and has a big part to play and always plays a big part when Kilkenny are out there. He's vital on Sunday. There's never much talk about goalkeepers, but this is significant for Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, and it is. And again, hookouts alone. Yeah, you have the two best goalkeepers of the last yeah, five years, probably in Quaid yeah. and Owen Murphy. And when we get the opportunity to interview Brian Cody, I often go down the goalkeeping route because often times we forget how good Owen Murphy does in a game because he makes one or two great saves, ordinary saves. Yeah. Uh, you know that people forget that he makes them look. There's brilliant saves. Now, the difference here is Quaid is excellent as well, and Quaid is excellent these puckouts. And we mentioned the puckouts earlier about finding our men and finding Nash. So, again, look, we have a tremendous stop, shot stopper. In my view, we have the best goalkeeper, certainly in the game at the minute, and possibly of, of all time in my generation. That I know in Murphy in the last 10 years, I think he's been excellent. And I know some of the boys you'll have later on might agree with that because some of them have hurled with him, and um, some of. John, well, John didn't hurl with John's like me said we didn't hurl with Owen Murphy but we probably hurled with his father <laughs> his grandfather <laughs> well John hurled with his grandfather I probably hurled with his father <laughs> I always try a good old spin on it Ronnie but uh, yeah vital, vital cog on the wheel Owen anyway it is, you know he's huge and again as I said you know, he gives great presence about him a goalkeeper excellent player out the field you know with his club of course as well but look has been hugely influential for Kilkenny in the last few years and, and if you go back through the matches again this year again has made tremendous saves right, yeah. again Galway, you know, we, we talk about the performances of TJ, and as we all know, sometimes forwards get too much praise in the, in the present modern game. But when you look back at Kenny over the years, Owen Murphy plays a huge part. And in recent times, we've had a tremendous uh, backline now. In recent times, you're talking about you, Mikey Butler, Lawler, and Deegan alone to mention Mikey the three. Right yeah, just to mention that, you know, so it just tells you the performance that, you know, Kenny uh, backs in the last six months in particular yeah, have been excellent. Like him. Yeah, and looking at the league, at all the people, you know, we see it more so on the modern day with social media you had people picking the team and people not criticising as such but saying but I don't think this fella should be here and this fella should be so Brian deserves a bit of credit because he's got a settled team over the last few games and that's as good a team that he could put down on paper in the positions that he has them playing in Hugh Lawler from a long way back made full back his own position I know he picked up a knock during the year but he's been outstanding Mikey Carey made the number 5 his own Paddy Deegan number 7 Richie came in at 6 you know and everybody has consolidated their position and, and the panel has worked well I mean if Wally is in he's in if John Donnelly is in he's in to all work very well together so to give Brian Cody credit he deserves huge credit for that because he built a team that he made a permanent team throughout the league and here we are in an All-Ireland final yeah, look, I, I, I wasn't involved with Brian Cody. I was one of his first victims, actually. Um, <laughs> so I'm not too sure. Uh, you know, he talks about having a settled spirit, and it's hugely important. But a lot of people have uh, been affected by Brian Cody's uh, team of selection, you know what I mean? Yeah. But the one thing he does seem to have all the times is a happy spirit. Now, that team spirit obviously reflects the way to perform. And to keep all those happy, you know, is very difficult. I mean, when you have people like um, Wally Welsh, 
Um, not in the first 15. Not in the first 15, yeah. the last day. Conor Fogarty's be biting at yeah. the bit. Um, John Donnelly biting at the bit. Derek Hork. And of course, the one, I mean, I read something today about imagination is more important than knowledge. And my imagination is telling me that I think Richie Hogan is going to have a big part to play in this game yet. They could have. Uh, yeah, well, away from the hurling for a minute, Anya Hawkeye, there's been a lot of talk. It would be an absolute disaster now that we got used to it if we had a controversial decision and Hawkeye doesn't pass the test tomorrow in Croke Park. So I think it's vital that it probably pass the test, but if it doesn't pass the test we could have a few talking points on some that the hurling ball is travelling fast as Martin Fogarty says it's lighter now it's yellow there was a chip put in it to pick up and all that stuff but we had issues at the football so yeah like you know I suppose when you look at the issue from the football Anybody could see it was plain as day. It yeah. was over the bar, and Just you know, yeah, like, and you know what? It's a bit scary considering the amount of money that G have probably pumped into this, and you know, for this high technology piece of equipment, and it's not working. I don't know, like, yes, oh, I suppose Hawkeye is kind of needed in some scenarios. I suppose when you kind of look back to that All Ireland final there when John Bubbles Dwyer was taking that that um, last minute free, and it looked like it was going over the bar, and you know, Hawkeye is saving you know the day there. But I don't know, like, I think yeah, in a way it is needed, but. You know, I don't think it's going to determine whether the match is going to go on or is going to go ahead or not. Like, you know, let's just go back to the good old days of the two boys standing at either side of the goalpost waving the green flag all Ronnie day. is probably going to tell you now when he played in Croke Park that he scored two or three points that weren't given, but if Hawkeye had been there, he would have got yeah. them. Only yeah. two or three. I'm here on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ronnie, you're looking forward to it as a Kilkenny man and a proud Kilkenny man. You're, you're going to go with Kilkenny, of course, but, you know, they really, really have a great chance. Yeah, no, they do have a great chance, but look, form the bookies are not wrong. Eddie thinks they are maybe but they're but uh, you know Limerick are rightly favourites but Kilkenny are showing a re- real vein of form at the, last, the right time. at the right time and maybe we're progressing it looks like we are and maybe Limerick are regressing because we're just wondering and listening and talking to a few other players and in in past players in the last few weeks like would you just you'd be just hoping like the Kilkenny team of the past you know they won so much but near the end you know you just wonder ha- has Hegarty and Dan Morrissey they played poorly the last day are they regressing like a lot of them went off to, to watch the golf the day after Imagine Brian Cody and the players going in and play golf and get your picture taken with Tiger Woods. Yeah. I mean, that wouldn't happen. So I'm just wondering and hoping that Limerick's eye might be off the ball and um, maybe they're starting to rest. They're certainly back in the pack. You know, the pack, they're not as far ahead as they have been at the beginning. And we're hitting the right vein of form in the last six weeks. So just, just maybe we're hitting our... We're on the way up, and maybe they're on the way back. Okay, two managers on you, Brian Cody. We know all about Brian, John Kiley. He has, he obviously is brilliant after what he's done. But looking at what the two of them are going to do on Sunday, how, looking at it, now, what way would you think they'll they'll go at it? Will Kenny go for the juggler in the first few minutes, or will the what's your what do you ta- think the tactics will be? Listen, I think you know, Kenny have to go for it in the first couple of minutes. I think they need to kind of set out, you know, the, their tact for the day and exactly what they're going to do, and they need to start off fast like they did against Clare. And I suppose you know that's going to be driving that ball in fast but being clever about it I suppose a lot of people are giving out on a lot of their matches throughout the year it was just this big hit and hope ball that was going into the full forward line but I think you know the last day against Clare they were very clever about the distribution of the ball and they need to do that again but you know I suppose the half forward line for Limerick I think that's going to be you know the, the biggest strength and how the half back line for Kilkenny are going to get over that you know yeah. you know Richie Reid and Kyle Hayes if that's going to be the man marking that's going to be going on there that's going to be a colossal battle because Richie was literally cleaning up left right and centre for Kilkenny the last 
last day. So yeah, well, Tom Morrissey and Gerald Hegarty in the yeah, other side. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it's not as if you're coming up with two lesser components really in that. So I think that's definitely where, you know, Kilkenny are going to have to be looking to make a mark from there and then driving on and giving a really good ball, especially into the likes of Owen Cody if he's in there or Billy Ryan if he's in there and Mossy Keown if he's in there because we see what Mossy can do if he gets that ball in his hand. All he needs is one or two chances and he'll bury it into the back of the net. And yeah, and every, getting goals. Yeah, exactly. And that's a need. Like he's got, what, four goals so far this year. Yeah. So, you know, get it into him. You know, Kilkenny, I suppose all the talk is all about Aaron Glan as well. Like in the year he's having, what is it, three goals and 30, 40 odd points he's after getting. But, you know, I think Kilkenny the backs, the defence have been so strong this year that I think that they can actually come to terms with it and I think they're growing in confidence the whole time and it's the younger lads and they're probably not going to have much of a fear going out playing in an All-Ireland final like you know it's it's their first time yes obviously but I think they're going to have that no fear factor and you know the likes of Mikey Butler he came up against Tony Kelly the last day gave him nothing and didn't even give him an edge he's probably more than likely going to be coming up against Aaron Galan he's going to be the same he's not going to let him get a, get a whimper of a ball so I think that's what we're going to be looking at I think Limerick are probably going to have to be more tactical than Kilkenny I think Brian Cody is definitely going to throw in someone as age, as Ronnie said there I wouldn't be surprised Sorry, if Richie you Hogan him, you can call him Ronnie you don't have to I wouldn't be surprised if Richie Hogan is even going to start because you know he's been kept there we're all hearing these rumbles and these rumours that he's growing well in training or whatever the case be, may be Brian Cody always throws up a shock to day of an All-Ireland final and you're just waiting to see who it's going to be now at this stage. Uh, okay. And earlier on, Ronnie, before I do let you go, Martin and Eddie were just speaking there about the short ball out and the, the free uh, the, the short ball from Quaid out as far as the half-back line out to Barry Nash and to work it down the field through the middle to the half-forward line whatever, into a Donahue in the middle, whatever way. That has to be cut out and as Eddie and Martin were saying earlier, discipline in relation to giving long-range frees to uh, Dermot Burns because he's ace at them and he, he does knock over an average five, six points. I know people that's listening that will text in what are you talking about Brendan TJ Reid knocks over 12, 13 every match but that's the average for a fella's playing and hurling you know but long yeah. range freeze and discipline and Kenny will be very disciplined but they're the points that yeah, they're the areas that yeah, you have to work, to work on, on because, yeah. like, as you rightly said, Limerick will, you'll expect Limerick to score 26 plus points. You know, that's where their, their range is all year. Not scoring as many goals this year as they, they have done. In the semi, yeah. And remember, we mentioned Owen, uh, Owen Murphy, so we have a great goalie on the far side. Yeah. But to win it, we will have to score two or three goals. Yeah. And we're capable, as Anya said, of scoring two or three goals. So that's what it's going to come down to. I think when it comes down to points for points, we mightn't be too far off. It's the goals. Yeah. And then, the, back to your point, then it's down to the goalkeepers on the day and I think we might have the better goalkeeper because at the end of the day the modern goalkeeper is all about puck outs but I talk goalkeeper is about bloody blocking the ball so it's about staving and blocking the ball in my eyes the modern game t- says it's about puck outs and all that so if it comes down to that then we have a, a, we have a gem in all Murphy OK well you're going for a Kenny I take it Ronnie sure I have to go here <laughs> yeah. go to the match <laughs> just to remind you now your wardrobe wasn't good tonight you wore a green polo oh, shirt conscious that was a bad that's belly hail one no like everyone to look of course your heart of course it is but look I think it's a huge battle as everyone knows and I think it's a huge uh, you know it's going to be a huge battle you know they're all the usual words that we use but look it'll come down to as I said a few key matchups and we're all you know speculating what the different matchups will be you never know with Brian Cody but I think cutting out that short puck out to Nash in particular maybe putting a small bit of pressure on Casey Casey at fullback is not comfortable on the ball he's more of a, an old style fullback he's hit first and ball second and I think that might just if we can put the pressure on him and maybe let him have the ball just, just, just small tactical things as I said but Column Lines is the man in the middle uh, John Keane 
Heenan refereed a brilliant Munster final, but I, I found out after he was a little bit, uh, he was told off, I think, by the authorities about what he let go and what he didn't let go. So it all depends how a game is refereed as well. It comes down to freeze as well, because some, we seen the minor match here a few weeks ago, there was a big controversy over Offaly, not getting a free out, and Tipperary got the free in, and these things happen. But yeah. uh, hurling is difficult to referee. But if it's refereed in the same manner as the Munster final by column lines, it was John Keenan did the Munster final, we could be in for a belter. We could, but unfortunately I met a famous referee from Tipperary, won't mention his name, which if anyone follows referee, we know, we know who he is. Um, but Keenan was brought to Crow Park the week after, and yeah. he wasn't getting an all-earned for his performance. Yeah. So he, they obviously and, don't and to, want... To the ordinary punter, he did a fantastic job. Everyone that enjoys hurling yeah. wanted to see. That's supposed yeah. to be about man-to-man yeah. and none of this basketball. This, you know, about, you know, some lads think it's about, as I sometimes say, it's about tackling, not tickling. You know oh. what I mean? It's all, in that case, in that case, you know, you could be, this match could be come down to tickling instead of tackling. Come <laughs> on, Ronnie. On you, before you go, your prediction for Sunday? Yeah, listen, I think, like everyone is saying, you know, it is going to be tough for Kilkenny. Um, but I think if they can definitely start off well and they can just keep into the Limerick lads and not let Limerick get ahead of them or, you know, start powering on through, I think Kilkenny have a really, really good chance of coming back to, coming back with the Limerick Carter Cup. Okay. Well, we look forward to listening to you on Saturday with Martin on the Camogie. Best luck to the girls on the Camogie and enjoy the game on Sunday. And uh, thanks again, Adrian. I know you travelled in from Greg Bally Callan or were you from the airport straight from Spain. No, no. I, you were home I, last night. I washed. Yeah, well, <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, Adrian Ronan and Anya Vahey. Now, coming up after the break, uh, I hope I get my year right. 2015, Captain? 14. 14, there we are. I knew I'd get it wrong. Lester Ryan will be joining us and a man who I admired as a hurler. Not Adrian Ronan, John Power. John will be with us from... <laughs> after the break, after the break, we talk to Lester and John. That's all after this. You're listening to the KCLOR All-Ireland Preview Show with thanks to Matha Miller's Bar and Restaurant, number one in Kilkenny for food, live music and a great night out. MathaMillers.com yeah, welcome back to Matt Miller's here in Kilkenny with uh, Matt Miller's Bar Restaurant, number one in Kilkenny for food, live music and a great night. We have a nice crowd here as well. And I see the legendary Davy Cashin has just joined us there also. And uh, that is, uh, Davy is here. Eddie uses my prompter tonight as well. He's a stage manager tonight already. Give Eddie a nice big round of applause, stage manager. Is he doing DJ later on as well? He get, and, he does. <laughs> and we're being well fed here. And I'm joined by two Kilkenny legends, uh, captain of the Kilkenny team in 2014. I got it right this time, Lester, and a man that played several times that we used to watch not only hurling the ball in Croke Park but hurling anything that was in his way. He's just down off a combine harvester, John Power. Uh, John Power is here and uh, Lester Ryan. Will you give them a huge big round of applause? Good to see you, lads. Good to see you, Lester. Good to see you, Brendan, yeah. Thanks for dropping in. No problem at all. Great weather. Yeah, do we drop a rain, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> Have I two farmers on stage now? <laughs> is rain that badly wanted, John? It is. You're only down off a combine. You maybe, don't need rain. Maybe Tuesday, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> You'd like it to come on Tuesday after Tuesday, the match, John. Tuesday, keep the dust down. Keep the dust down. Have you the silage and the hay? Well, yeah, getting through it. A fantastic year, sure. We couldn't barley today. Couldn't winter barley. Yeah, it's been roasted in, and all the harvest is coming, going to come at a hundred mile an hour now with the temperatures. Yeah. Will there be two lads miss the match on Sunday now? Because ah, sure. I'd say they'll pull it up. I said they're giving it little Wednesday so we'll, Get we won't panic ok you're looking well I'm sure keeping the best side out Brendan you're, you're looking forward to this uh, so it, is, it, is a, it is a tonic to Kilkenny really and I suppose no one mentions the tonic that the under 20s gave us yeah you know, it's a great win. You know looking at young Drennan winning an All-Ireland final and he rose above three players above in Turles and turned on a sixpence 
Yeah, he had a great and, year. And, and just babied it over the bar like as if he was in the back garden. Like that's what Kenny Hurling is all about. He, he expressed himself, you know, style and grace. And it was great to see a chap bring home an All Ireland title doing them sort of things. Yeah. Because I, I felt we went for strength for a few years, but it was great to see a chap. Like he was floating like a butterfly around the field. They couldn't cope with him. Uh, and from the all situations and from all Oh, yeah. He, yeah Excellent. They didn't know he had the ball in his hand. Yeah. And like this was a Limerick team that came up to dust the floor with us. Yeah. Like, it was a very poor game with Wexford and Kilkenny and under 20. I know there were bad conditions the night they played, but everyone told we, we had no business in going to Turles. So right. it just, uh, like what Kilkenny can always do after doing for the last hundred years, like to come up yeah. and. And, 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 the, and the good feeling tonight is John and over Kenny is to have plenty of business and going to Croke Park on Sunday as well because they deserve to be there. They've won their matches. Well, well that's it. That's the fear factor you see is in Ireland with Kenny, like the under twenties. That's what Kenny are doing for the last seventy, eighty years. We, yeah. didn't, we didn't believe that we could win the ninety one All Ireland. Ronnie will tell you, like Ollie gave the whole week telling us that we were good enough, and we didn't believe it going up or playing a tip team that I suppose. After the game, they were kind of gone over. They were better two years previous to that. Yeah. But Ollie packed us into a room when we came home, and he said, "Now, lads," he said, "You're good. You know, you're good enough, and you left it behind you." You know, and we went on to do the business a couple of years Follow, after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I suppose it'll be similar on Sunday. Brian will have it drilled into him, like you know. And, and everyone in the street have the same opinion. Like I don't think it's a cockiness, but it's a. A kind of inner belief that we can perform on well, the big stage. Well, it's a great stage. tradition in Kilkenny. Yeah, as well, well, that's it. Yeah, it's great tradition. Yeah, no, John, I spoke to you before. We had a TV program in the New Park a few years ago, and it, it always sticks in my mind when it comes to All Ireland Week. And I'll say it to Leicester now in a moment. Well, you've always said from the time you were a player and talking about players in the current climate as well that the bus journey to Croke Park is really a, a bit of an undaunting task. Now, I don't know what it's like it for the modern day players, but you found that at the time you were playing. That's that's a really big thing for players heading well, to Croke Park. Now, Kilkenny won't be going from a hotel; they'll be going from Kilkenny. So the bus journey is a little bit longer uh, at the weekend. I know lads won't be listening to us tonight or talking about this, but you said yeah. that that's a major part yeah, yeah, in well, the it game. Is how you cope with that? Like, yeah. and, uh, we have some new players on that bus, and it, it will depend. And All Ireland final morning and the day is a different day to every other day because winner takes all. And if you're betting the semi final, it's not promotion. I don't know, an hour after, they're really talking about who's gone into the All Ireland final. Yeah. But you know, it is the pressure with the morning that you get up and the whole lot. And, is, you know, some players can cope with it and some players can get nervy and it, it depends, you see, how it goes uh, in the journey across. And yeah. Well, I was hoping I'd meet you because I have a friend in County Mead who's a big hurling man. He's involved with Clemesson and he came to Croke Park with me a few years ago to the All-Ireland Final. Kenny were in the minor. It was Galway Limerick in the senior. And we met Micheál and Murrah and James, his father was a famous Mead footballer, the Doster Walsh, he played on the Mead team that won the All-Ireland, and he said to Micheál, what do you think today? And Micheál and Murrah says, well, he said, I was down looking at the teams getting off the bus. And I was very impressed the way Limerick got off of the bus. And he said, the team that gets off the bus and is jolly and looks well, he says, they're 99 times out of 100 win the All-Ireland. And Limerick won the All-Ireland. Yeah, well, and he was talking about how the team got off the bus. And you were talking about how yeah. they go. So, Lester yeah. Ryan, how did you feel when you were on that bus, especially as captain in 2014 heading to Croke Park? Uh, look, I'd say that these bunch of lads are nearly living in each other's pockets for the last you know, eight, ten months nearly like, so they'd be well used to going up and down. Like, they're completely in their own zone, in their own little uh, circle, so they don't, a lot of the noise that goes on around it, they're probably not taking it in. You know, they're kept away from it, and, you know, the trips up in the bus, like, you know, you sit beside the same person, you have the same kind of conversations, okay, there's a tenseness to it, and it comes closer to the bigger games, but 
you know, it's just part of the day. And, you know, I know on the pitch, when they got off the bus, when they got onto the pitch, these Kilkenny lads always have great body language anyway. So I don't think there'll be any telltale signs in Kilkenny anyway that would reflect the result that'll come later. They'll be up for it 100%. Would you like to be on that bus on Sunday? You would? Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> Anytime you've been Anytime, yeah. 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 I know, like, you'd love to have those days back, but... Uh, you know, life moves on and they, like the lads going up Sunday probably you never know when it's your last day getting off that bus so yeah. you know they'll enjoy every minute of it I just said it earlier on Lester the younger players uh, that have come in onto the panel over the last year or two are, yeah. have been brilliant I mentioned Keane Kenny earlier on Mikey Carey Mikey Butler to name but a few you know they have been excellent Tommy Walsh to their own excellent at corner back I know he's been yeah. there for the last few years but they've really adapted well to the Kilkenny system and the Kilkenny play haven't they? Yeah they have like a good few of them went through Cairns and you know I taught them and, I don't think I coached any of them um, but you know you knew what they were going to be great hurlers and they were great leaders there like Tommy Welch has three colleges all Irons in a row yeah. Mullen I think has three as well and Keen Kenny in his last year you know like you'd be walking around the school to be trained you know these lads are going to be great hurlers so you know they're trying to embed into a system but they're coming from underage groups where they're absolute leaders and people can see they're going to be great hurlers and it's just a matter of kind of getting them out there and letting them do it um, Tommy Welch was always I think junior I had him he was always brilliant like you yeah. know he was he was always going to be that hurler Keane Kenny is a bit younger but he will be that Mikey Butler you seen him against CBS playing CBS he just knew he was going to be exactly what he's proven himself to be now um, so they are probably future lads who are going to be leaders for that team yeah. Yeah. and John they're mixed in with a great blend of experience there. you know you look at TJ and you look at what the Shamrocks lads have done in relation to club club hurling and then I mentioned it earlier Hugh Lawler at full back how well he's played this year like he's, he's, he's been outstanding at full back the defensive unit as Ronnie said earlier we always talk about forwards and maybe midfield and fellas that are knocking the ball over the bar but the way Kenny have defended and their work rate without the ball as I said earlier on has been phenomenal but that has been a great trait under Brian Cody hasn't it? Oh yeah well in, in fairness to all the, all the players and he, he's after going with 25 players really he's chopping and changing every day to try get a fix on what was going on like but I think the the clear performance even though Clare were very poor and they lost their way in the game but it was the the, the speed of thought that we played throughout the, the game I suppose that's the big thing you'd have to take off the game we had quick hands and, and we were running into positions. Young Keane Kenny got in for the goal. But I, I don't think when Keane will get in Sunday, he, he won't get in behind the boys as handy Sunday uh, for, <laughs> and find an acre of space <laughs> behind him. Sure. Like uh, you're, you're, Sean Finn, Mikey Cassian. Yeah, well, that's nice. it. Like we're, we're dealing with a, a completely different animal. Yeah. And I know Limerick, they're a great side, aren't oh, they? They're a great side, yeah. yeah. And 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 the big uh, thing going up for it is they're, they're proven players. They went to the well and they were pushed out by Tip last year with twelve and thirteen points. And 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 Liam Sheedy clapped his lads off the field and they came out and they turned them over in fifteen minutes. They, 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 you know that that's what's inside these fellas. So if it is to happen for a Sunday, it will be an incredible win. Yeah. And, and it will be a win that we'll cherish for years and years. But it's going to be very difficult because, like even Parry Welch's point uh, against Clare the last day, he found himself unchallenged. He did. For maybe five minutes. <laughs> it wasn't five minutes, but it felt like that to everyone looking in. Where's all the Clare fellas I gone? Found, I found in the Clare match, Kilkenny did get a lot of space. Yeah. From Porrick's like score, yeah. That chap with the red helmet there, that Fitzgerald that, that I brought in uh, wing back instead of John Conlon. Yeah. Like all all the puck outs that went down through him in the second half, like Richie Reid popped in behind him and 
nicked up broken play on ten occasions. Like you wouldn't mind if he got it twice, like. Yeah. But you know what they say for the Consistently, yeah, yeah. Consistently, like they completely lost their way. So I suppose Brian will be you know, I, I, I know he'll be taking great things from the clear game, but he'll be also telling them that there's no way they'll get that room Sunday from the from Limerick from, from Limerick at any corner of the field. So you know, it's, 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 it will be an awful uh, uh, uphill battle to topple them over. And like uh, the big team that passed over in Kilkenny, I know we had loads of big teams in in down through the decades, but. I always refer to Jackie Tyrrell's team as the big team and the lad beside me here. But they were knocked off for five in a row. And like if if Limerick had to get the ball, you know, and drive us back into extra time, that team... They'd be going for four in a row. Yeah, well, you know, they'd be actually going for five, I think, is it? You know, so... Like they're yeah, they're, that's the one that lost out, and after yeah, winning one, yeah, they'll bring. One, they you know, yeah. I, I felt the day that we tumbled them over. They were after winning in New All Ireland, and they came up showboating in that match, and only woke up in the last ten minutes to try to win it, and time ran them out. So, like they'll have big things to pick from Kilkenny, and they'll be saying that we owe one for what they done. You know, they're they're. They're doing a lot of backroom work as well. Oh, certainly are. So we're definitely not going to sneak up and put a shiver up their back. Like we'd be hoping, like the under twenties and, and young Drennan, you know that they have the, like that. Yeah, that, you, that we'll hurl them at their own game because they're, they're under twenties. They lost their way in the game, and like they, they give exhibitions. Young Kirby at full forward, like young Drennan wasn't even spoken before that game. You know, so we're, we'd be hoping Sunday that maybe the Bishop Luke will fall our way and maybe they're falling back a little bit. But uh, it didn't seem that way last year when Tip healed them over. Don't you know. say too much now because there's a chap on to here from Limerick who I know very well, Danny O'Shea, and he's just after sharing our post on the Limerick Supporters Club and they're listening to John Power and said, it's great to hear you, it's great to hear Leicester. It's a very enjoyable programme. But the same Danny O'Shea told me last Monday, Limerick will win by 10 points. They won't win by 10 points, will the Leicester Ryan? No, I would be very surprised to see Limerick win by 10 points. I think Kenny, I, I can't understand bookies that this isn't a 50-50. Like, I think if you just even look at the last two games, they both played the same teams. Kenny played Galway and Clare, and Limerick played Galway and Clare, and Kenny fared far better against the two of them. So, you know, on that alone, I can't see... I know Limerick are hurt over the loss in the semi-final in 2019, but... You know, Kilkenny won't be they won't be saying that Limerick were hungrier than Kilkenny, so I don't think they're going to be able to, to go to that one really hard. Kilkenny will have enough for them there. Um but they are, you know, they're excellent when you go through the some of the players they have, they are very good, but like Kilkenny will probably get some of the matchups on their stronger players. Mikey probably looking like Aaron Galan and then you maybe Flanagan and after that then hope to shut him down there in the middle third. Um so I've just preempted what I was going to say. The matchups are going to be fantastic, aren't they? I know Aaron yeah. said we won't get tactical. His lads move around. And Martin Fogarty said he wouldn't agree with me that teams don't move around. But they do. Mikey Butler, the last day, right corner back. And the next I looked on the field, he was left half back. But I know he was doing a job on the Yeah, he was doing a very But he was doing role. a marking job. But yeah. positions do change. Yeah, yeah, they do. Like, but I would say that the six backs, Kilkenny, are kind of they have. If they're, they're given set. jobs, they're set. Like, you know, Richie Reid probably won't step up. He'll be happy to stay back. And you know, if he can sweep up ball there, you know, if we can keep the Hannon busy at centre back instead of kind of letting him sweep around, you know, keep the boys in the full back line, their hands full, and they won't want to come out with as much ball. They'll be just kind of looking after their own man. Well, then, like, you'd have a great chance there if Keane Lynch is a doubt. You know, that's another 
think Kilkenny have. There's so. big talk he's not playing, but yeah. you'll, hear, you'll hear all these things leading to a well, final. Even if he is playing, it'll be a pity for himself yeah. because you know people in Kilkenny will say, "Well, he's one of their best players. He's not playing. Might be good for Kilkenny." But yeah. as an individual and you two lads as players, that's very sad for a chap that has given his life. He's in his twenties as yeah. a college man with with uh, UL yeah. or playing with in, in Carlin if it's given there uh, a while ago. You know, yeah, it's he's probably the, he's probably one of the most skillful hurlers you could see. Like, YG, he was actually, yeah. yeah, the yeah. flicks he does is he's unreal. He's yeah, like, but from from a personal point of view, his family, his club, yeah, it is out, disappointing. It's, yeah, it's, but he he had a tough year with injury anyway, yeah, so yeah. probably not going to affect the team Limerick as much. They haven't been but depending on him as depth, much. Yeah. yeah, they have, and they they put his up there to try and kind of, but they probably won't be able to fill the role that that Lynch was doing. So yeah, he's probably if he is out, like obviously that's devastating. It happened to JJ Laney years ago. He injured his knee before. That's right. Six James Ryle got in. You know, obviously, I don't think. And Henry came back one time and he yeah, went as well. And he I mean, not more devastating than facing into an All Ireland, knowing yeah. that you could be there and you can't be there in your ways. Okay, well, we're going to take a break. John and Leicester staying with us. John Power of uh, Kenny fame, Leicester Ryan. And we'll be back after the break. We'll have another word with Eddie Scully and Ronnie before he runs out the door as well. If you want to come back to Ronnie, there's the people texting and say, get Ronnie back. He was very funny. And they want to know, is it up on social media? They want to see the suntan. But there we are. We're at Matt and Miller's with thanks to Matt and Miller's Bar and Restaurant, number one in Kenny for food, live music and a great night out if you're listening down in Limerick and you come to Kilkenny Matt de Miller's is the place to be right in the heart of the Marble City we're going to take a break when we come back we'll have another chat with the lads Live from Matt Miller's, the KCLOR All-Ireland Preview Show with Brendan Hennessy. With thanks to Matt Miller's Bar and Restaurant, number one in Kilkenny for food, live music and a great night out. MattTheMillers.com Yes, indeed. Welcome back to Matt Miller's. We've lots of people tuned in. Owen Gorman says, continued success and best wishes to Kilkenny on Sunday. And Nicola Nolan, who's fantastic in keeping everybody up to date with all that's happening in Kilkenny GA. Uh, Nicola says, Brendan, give a shout out to everyone in the Kilkenny Facebook GA supporters group and also big hello to Nicola and Colette there in admin and uh, I think they deserve a round of applause because they do terrific work there on social media and keep everybody updated so thanks Nicola and Colette and well done on that and Mary Cummins is on as well and Lily Cavan and all the gang are tuned in and Carlo and they're all shouting for Kilkenny on Sunday afternoon Lester I mentioned the weather earlier on I know that you've played your All-Ireland Finals in September yeah. but now in the shortened thing I'll come back to John on that because the turnaround is a little bit small but just in relation to the weather you were looking for rain your farmer but there's going to be no rain in Croke Park and they're talking that it could be 30 degrees at half past three on Sunday afternoon in Dublin now 30 degrees playing for 70 minutes 75 with a helmet that's not simple no it won't it'll be it'll be tough going a novelty thing like finals not being played uh, in near the end of September you know you don't have the cool evenings you know it wasn't long ago when the the lights were coming on for some of the replays in 13, 14 and 15 you know because it's that late in the evening um, it'll be very, very tough on the players. You know, it's going to be tough anyway. Um, you're probably talking about players that, you know, they're going to be out on their feet. The Mayorish will be busy, won't he? Yeah, yeah. If they're thinking they're going to be out on their feet at 60 minutes, you probably want to bring that into 50 minutes. You know, they're going to be absolutely broke up. Um, they're so, the water now, don't they? There's no running out on the field anymore. So t- oh, the whole water thing kind of went kind strange went with COVID. Well, yeah, yeah you kind of, I don't know why they're still bringing their own one or would know they'd be looking for it anyway. And, uh, you know, probably your subs were going to be important anyway, but, you know, that's probably something that's going to be, you know, they're going to be reached. Yeah, well, Limerick went to the went to the bench strong against Galway and did, came yeah. up. And Kilkenny have, you know, Adrian was saying it beforehand there about the players that they could potentially bring on that won't start and the experience they'd have. Like, Wally Welch won his first man the match in 2012. That's 10 years ago. And he's coming on. He could come on now or Sunday. He might even start. He was excellent when he came on against Clare. So fine, big physical player. Yeah, you know, I have him at 
22 to 1. I think I got him for Man the Match again for <laughs> Come on, Leicester. <laughs> Eddie Skelly's jotting that down there. Uh, uh, 22. John, you're a little bit disappointed with the short turnaround, but the calendar in the GA has been changed and uh, it hasn't helped because a lot of counties have lost a lot of top players who have gone away to America in the States, so it hasn't helped well, them that it's, way. It's difficult, Brendan, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think the, the, the two-week window into the All-Ireland, I, I don't give the, the players an opportunity to kind of enjoy it as such. It's very business-like, very coming down on the bus after the player game. I, 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 I presume it's a one day off and then you're back down to business and all Ireland is shoved up to you straight away. Yeah, sure. You know, I, I, for, I, an am- I, for an amateur game. Yeah, well, that's it. I think there's a kind of a pressure cooker situation that you have to get yourself in order in a short space of time. And anyone carrying a little knockout of the semi final is ruled out like Keen Lynch could do it another week. And yeah. like, you know, you're talking about that he can't play in an all Ireland final. You know, a, a player, player of the year for class player. You yeah. know, and, and and we don't get to see him out on the field. Yeah. So I, I, I would. I, I I think that they were well entitled to another week. Yeah. Oh yes, Leicester about the heat there, John. You were a September man for all Ireland as well. I know semi finals and Leinster finals were in the summer. Did you ever play on a really really hot? No, we day? did. We had a couple of Leinster finals that there were warm days there, but yeah. we we had a ninety nine final and we poured the water over boots after it. So. Like you have to adapt, and uh, and it'll be the same on Sunday. Like you everyone know, at Croke Park today was wondering what was burning. It was the soles of John Powers' well, boots. That was that it. Yeah, was? you know. <laughs> but tis, tis, um, you know, they'll have to adapt, and that'll be it. the show will go on, and that's the way. It'll be full panel, won't it? Oh yeah, they won't. You know, they, like when when the when the fight takes place. They'll throw water on one another above, let alone the slitter. Like they'll they'll go hammer and tongs for it when the when the ball is in, and there'll be no issues about whether or who you know who's tired and who's this or who's that. Like you know, they'll get down to business quick enough. Like Brian will have them tipping off the ground, going straight away. And you're really looking forward to this, John, aren't you? Can I see the smile would, on your face. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I think there's a bit of belief in you there as well, isn't well, there? Well, I, 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 I think that I still go back to the under twenties. I think they've done it's a great service during. The, during you know, we yeah. were on a lull and no one. You're going on that template, like that. Yeah, well, I think so. Yeah, yeah. you know, it is. It is kind of. Um, we weren't contenders early in the year, like, and there, uh, nobody really was hiding the fact that we, we wouldn't end up in an All Ireland, let alone win one. And, and the same was with the under twenties, you know. And in fairness to Peter Barry and the boys that brought him along, and robbed wins by a point all along, and put belief into an ordinary team. And went and like, one, and beat and, a fancy Limerick. Yeah, team well, that was it, you know. The, the, the Limerick team, I know they were without the chapters going to play senior. Yeah, he, that's he, right, you yeah. know, it's not, and it's not a fair rule either. He's always going to be. Once he'd be twenty and under twenty, yeah, and he he should have gone onto the field in Torles to play his All Ireland final as well. I think it's very unfair, but like uh, the way we finished it off, I'd say with Young Drennan. I, I'd love to see Young Drennan going up Sunday and pulled out and, and turn in the middle of it. They wouldn't know where he came from. Good <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, John. Now, uh, folks, just when we're having a happy occasion here, there's just sad news breaking in Kilkenny today and in South Kilkenny. We have a statement here from the Ballyhale Shamrocks GA Club to uh, tell us, uh, sadly, that their club chairman, uh, Mr. Bobby Aylward, passed away this evening and our thoughts are with uh, Helena, Bob, Mark, Trina and all their families and to all Bobby's family and friends. Great Kilkenny man. Uh, in addition to being a family man and having been a public career Bobby was also a great community man and a fantastic GA club man and as a remark of respect the club grounds in Ballyhead will be closed over the next few days so Arej de Gorev and Anam and uh, from everybody here at Matta Millers we pass on our deepest sympathy to the Elward family on the sad passing of Bobby uh, a very very famous Kilkenny man both as a public representative of course a community man as it says in the statement and of course uh, a proud Kilkenny man so may Bobby rest in peace sadly passed away this evening uh, after an 
illness. So we're very sorry to hear that news here in Matha Miller. So that's a bit of sad news, John. Everybody knew Bobby, I suppose, and Leicester, everybody knew him. I know he was down south Kilkenny yeah. and represented the people of Kilkenny and, uh, for many, many years. Yeah, a great man, yeah, a gentleman. And his brother Pat was a selector with us in 92 there, and, and he was on some of the hurling trips with us, as was Bobby there, great, great friends of mine. And... Um, Great people and admired throughout the country. Great family, yeah. Ah, yeah. Hurling wise and business wise and, and politically wise, they were very, very genuine people. And, and it's sad to hear the news. Well, it certainly is. It's a big county and a small county. Leicester wasn't something that happens as everybody is close yeah, by. But it's, Bobby. Yeah, no, I was just saying when I heard, I, I didn't even realise he was sick. Like, and, yeah. You know, uh, the lads, I would hurl with the lads, these young lads, like, and you know, excellent servants for Ballyhale and, um, you know, I've seen him on the line as well. He's obviously a very big Ballyhale man. He's still chairman of the club, like, you know, um, it's going to be it's going to be tough for them for the next few days to, to kind of manage that and still try and look forward to an All-Ireland. So, um, you know, deep sympathy to them. Yeah, deep sympathy from everybody here. Now, just another bit of breaking news coming in here that I've just found out, John. You'll be happy to hear this on Leicester. The GA will allow an additional water carrier and permit water bottles to be placed around the pitch on Sunday's All Ireland Senior Final, with temperatures in Croke Park expected to reach 25 degrees plus by 3:30. Throwing in the Central uh, Competitions Control Committee are taking extra measures to ensure player safety. I'd say I didn't really want to put up a nice book with John if it's going to be 30 degrees. Yeah. It'll be hot water. The boys will be drinking. It's, it's, so it's going, to, it's going to be that's 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 well, a fair, that's a great idea. Yeah, it's great yeah, that the authorities ourselves are, are looking after the players, and they're, they're the most important people up there. You know, they're that that they're taking care of, and we'll all shout and roar at them and want them to win and lose. But their their health is the first thing. You make sure you bring the straw hat as well, John. <laughs> you get the tickets. You in the Cusick stand. You'll want it in the Cusick. If in the Hogan, you mightn't yeah. be too bad. Yeah, I think I'm somewhere in the corner down there. Well, if you to cut barley or milk cows before you go to Leicester no, when you come I'll home, I'll be a pie though. So hopefully, you'll be a pie. Where are you on the roof? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ronnie, there's going to be extra water anyway, which is great. It's just that word after coming in there. I think we mentioned it earlier on. Yeah, that's, uh, that means the record could be busier. One of us will get a job. It's the, he, is, he always has wine gums. Isn't that what record brings as well for a bit of energy? Give you wine gums. Didn't give you enough of them sometimes, but. <laughs> I'd say, I'd say he, um, but no, I'd say it's, it's welcome to, because I had to do something, but I'm laughing at the two boys then where we're sitting. The, we're obviously in the older group, the 92, 93 team, because we're all down the bottom. All the young, ex herders all up the top. So. Maybe Wynn actually said that to me when I was getting the tickets. He said he, the young lads were still able to walk or going upstairs. So. <laughs> Hard to believe you're down now already. <laughs> Power had no problem climbing up on the combine harvester yeah. this evening. Well, I was one of the young lads on the 92-93 team, so I'm surprised them downstairs. <laughs> okay. Eddie Scally, that's a way he's moving. By the way, I'm not forgetting to congratulate you on Westmead's Talchon Cup win last week. It was fantastic. I forgot to throw in that earlier on, so I wasn't forgetting you, but uh, you mentioned the water earlier on as well in the warm-up. That's, that's, this is great. Yeah, no, I was worried believe it or not I genuinely was worried that they were going to actually introduce another water break um, thank God they didn't do Limerick, that Limerick would have to wait yeah, no, it's just, I just thought I just thought the water breaks were a disaster yeah. and it kind of stopped the whole flow of the game it changed everything. momentum every time didn't it, it? No, it well it did and I think some teams handled it better you know you, 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 if you get a bit of a run on a team and next thing referee blows the whistle for a three minute break you know it, it kills all it, it just stopped the flow of the games and it, I don't know for me personally anyway watching it I just, I just hated it and then Limerick as I was saying Jerry on I just thought they had a a plan there. You've seen the whiteboard coming out, everyone come in. And what they done was if there was matchups that were going wrong, they were they were fixing it. And yeah. that shouldn't be able to happen. No. So I'm delighted it's going to
going to come down to whatever said before the lads go out onto the pitch. That's what they're going to have to run with till half time. Leicester and, and John will tell you, you can't hear a word. I can grow Park, you'll see Brian shouting and roaring, but they can't hear him. No one can hear anything. Yeah. So they've 35 minutes to go out and hurl life out of it. And that's there. That's it, exactly. Yeah. And the water's there beside him, and they won't die of thirst anyway, thank God. Yeah. Leicester, you have the more current players. I know Ronnie's had a bit of fun about John himself in the 90s and the 80s with Scott at the moment and that. But just the, the build up, like for people listening at home now, for the, the woman listening there and up in Michel or someone down in Mullinavat listening to us tonight saying, what exactly? You know, we're all saying Kilkenny are in an all Ireland final we just look at this as Kilkenny in the final but these fellas are human beings they're friends they're brothers they're sisters they're sons they're going to Croke Park like what's preparation like during the week I know there's a bit of training in this but what does a fella do now you were captain in 2014 you know yeah, I would imagine what's the like, preparations like or what I'd do you do it's, it's probably changed since even that long ago but like you're probably training Monday, Wednesday and the team is named Friday yeah um, doing very little but just coming together and um I would say after the team is named Friday, they'll go down to Langton's, have their grub, and they won't see each other again until Sunday morning when they meet at Langton's again, leave on the bus, and Saturday will probably be spent in as close to home as possible for them, you know. What's Saturday like night at home? Like, if you were at home on a Saturday night before the match, before you go up and you stay in Dublin on the on the Sunday night after the match, but that's not going to happen this year, but how do you do it? Do you watch a film at home? Do you go to bed early? Do you twist and turn? Um, you know? I don't know. I never watch. I don't watch much telly, so I tip out on the farm and right. have a few pucks and right tip around the yard. Yeah, you just you know take your mind off and do whatever you would, you know, do to pass the day without you know going doing too much work or that. Yeah, some lads you don't have to tell them to do too much work. Other lads you might have to. But I think you don't. You nobody would be directed to what to do. Do whatever you want. Okay, but you know, I'd say you're the type of fella, John. When you're heading off, you throw the boots in the bag and head off and get on the bus, and you didn't give a damn. You went and played your match. Were you that type of lad? It's similar to the overalls and the Wellingtons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just jump out of them and head on. But I wasn't I'm much the same as everybody else. Which it is a very much individual. You know, yeah, it's everyone it's a, yeah, have everyone a different, different approach to it, yeah. and, and some lads get caught up in their little things that you do on the morning of a match and sure fair play to them to do that routine and yeah. other fellas won't and other fellas are trying to perceive that it didn't bug them and sure they're being ate up inside you know yeah. it's so it's lovely to get out on the field like it's like with Eddie with the horses you get a wild horse and you put the winkers on him and get him going and get him running for you like that's what you want to do you want to get out you, you know you're able to play and you know what you're able to do and that's the real ambition above that you want to go up and express yourself you know, and, and, and some days that happens and you pick up a man of the match team because everything falls into place, place for you. Yeah, yeah. Then there are a hard day that things won't go for you and you have yeah. to dig in. Yeah, you all know, on and, the day. Yeah, well, that's it. And like Ronnie and anyone down through a career will tell you, you, you have them days up and down. But Clubber County, things will go for you, you know, and... In the end of the day, it balances out what player you are uh, when you're finished up. You know? Okay. Well, we're going to take our final break. And when we come back, we'll have a round up. A quick word with Davy Cash when we come back as well. So this is our final break before we are. We're here at Matt and Miller's. But thanks to Matt and Miller's Bar and Restaurant, number one in Kikenny for food, live music, and a great night out. And we're having one tonight. Back after this. You're listening to the KCL or All-Ireland Preview Show. With thanks to Matt and Miller's Bar and Restaurant, number one in Kilkenny for food, live music, and a great night out. MattTheMillers.com um... Yes, indeed. We've only about two minutes left. Davy Cashin is going to be back to John and uh, the lads in a moment. But Davy, you're hosting a show up for the match in the Academy Plaza Sunday morning and live on KCLR, and you'll be at the homecoming also on Monday. 
Looking forward to it. Will you be there, Brennan? I certainly will. Big crowd going to the Academy Plaza. 11 to 2. Uh, uh, Casey Law Classics, uh, Sunday morning. Uh, happy to be doing it. Uh, early start. I'll be in Carrick and Shannon the night before, but uh, whatever we have to do for the Cats and get the Cats on the road and get another All-Ireland back to Kilkenny, Whoa. I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> OK, we look forward to joining you in the Academy Plaza um, and we, we'll enjoy that. We've one minute left. John Power, your prediction for Sunday. Well, Brendan, obviously being a Kilkenny man, I, I, I wish all the lads the best of luck and Brian and the management team. I, I hope they can do it, but it is, it is a, it is a massive, massive mountain to climb there. We're, we're facing into a, a team that we, we, we should put up there and enjoy taking them down if we can. Okay. But this is going to take a hell of a battle. Well, thanks for joining us tonight anyway. And Lester Ryan, same thing? Yeah, I wouldn't say the battle is ferocious as, as John thinks. I think they're very even teams. I'd say Kilkenny by five. Oh, good man, Lester. Five, five. There we are. Right. Well, a big thank you to Ken Maguire Engineering tonight, Eddie Hughes, uh, producers Robbie Dowling and Sinead, who back at base, and Eddie Scally, who joined us earlier on tonight as well. All our guests for joining us. From Matt and Miller's, enjoy the game, and we'll see you on the Academy Plaza on Sunday morning at 11 o'clock. The KCL or Contact Line, 083-306-9696. Sponsored by DinnersReady.ie. With tasty low-calorie options from as little as 425 calories per meal delivered to your door. 056-77-69890.